for listening to the weekly sermon. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Glenn Hubbard. For more about this podcast and other resources, visit our website at www.riverinthehills.com. Had a word during worship. It's interesting. Sometimes God a little po- po- gets a little poetic with me. It was bloodstreams and bloodlines. Lord wants to heal bloodstreams physically. It, uh, the word thrombosis came in my my mind, and I don't know what that fully is. Is that clotting? Okay. So if you have an issue with clotting or blood thin, you know, blood thinning things like that. Just receive that uh, blood, blood streams, and then blood lines, and in particular, a, a genetic issue that you feel like maybe in your family uh, that's been passed on that causes you fear about potential disease in your family because there's this genetic predisposition. If that's anybody in any of those areas, Right now, I want us to just pray here to put our foot down. Galatians 3, 13 and 14, Jesus became a curse for us that we would have the blessings of Abraham. And so the power of that blood uh, that we just partook of by faith and communion also cancels uh, curses from the bloodline. And so, Father, I just, uh, but just anybody, if anybody relates to that, I don't need a hand up, but I just, okay, you have a hand, okay, okay. So, Holy Spirit, we invite you, you're already here, but we invite the working of your grace upon this word that I'm trusting you will release to heal blood issues any blood issues with thinning, clotting, anything uh, in, along those lines, anyone online right now, uh, would you, by the power of your blood, would you cause blood flow, cardiovascular systems to be normal, to be restored to normalcy in Jesus' name? And blood lines where the enemy got in in the third and fourth generations. We declare today it stops today. We put our foot down because of the covenant that we are in with you, Lord. In Jesus' name, would you cause turnarounds and cause fear, uh, uh, fear of any foreboding of future sickness in the family line to stop and be replaced by the holy fear of the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord and walk in the fullness of the blessings that were purchased for us by the shed blood of Jesus on the cross. And now would you speak to us through your word. May it be engrafted in us and change us from the inside out. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, If you don't have the notes, could you lift your hand right now and uh, our ushers will get them. Really? Wow. I thought I was going to waste paper when I hit the copier. Uh, okay, print, if you don't mind printing some more, that would be great. Um, there'll be, yeah, there'll be, anyone want my copy? I've got a copy that I don't use. Okay, we'll deliver that to our friend Judy from California. Anyway, God bless you. Amen. So, as, you know, in a le- about 12 and a half hours, 
uh, we're going to end this year, 2023, and go into a new year. And so I, uh, a few weeks back, I asked the Lord if there was something of an encouragement that he might put in my heart to share with us that would encourage us to finish strong and begin well the new year. Now, as soon as I made all my copies of notes, I read the first line and didn't proofread it right. And it says, finish them strong. And so if Larry the Cable Guy was saved and spirit-filled, it would be a get-her-done kind of finish him strong kind of thing. So we'll just turn that into think about it that way. Uh, but what I mean by finish strong is any kind of spiritual drifting that if you're honest today, you've kind of been engaged in, that you and I would deal with it today, that we would come to God in a renewed way, come all the way back to Him, forsaking any kind of pattern, any kind of leaven that we've gotten, let get in, in a, in a thought patterns or lifestyle that we, we may have walked in today going, you know, that's okay, it's, you know, I'm 98% committed well, Jesus is 100% committed to us. He shed 100% of his blood. And there is grace today for us to deal with the 2% and finish strong this year. In these next 12 and a half hours, hopefully we will leave here today with a wholehearted devotion and dedication to Jesus. Not that we stir it up, but we invite the help and the power of the Holy Spirit to help us with that. Now, what I mean by wholehearted devotion is I mean that we can walk with a heart that is fully in love with Jesus. No known compromise, no divided heart. But we say, Lord, would you capture my heart again with your love? You see, when, when someone gets captured, you, they, you don't capture half the person. You, the whole person gets captured. And so it takes God to love God. So I'm believing, please hear me, I'm believing, I've got faith today for 100% captured hearts with the love of Jesus when we leave here today. 100% online as well. Now, that's a work of the Spirit. I can't talk us into it, but I'm believing for it today, that we would have a, heart, a wholehearted devotion to Jesus. I'm fully devoted to you. And then a wholehearted dedication to Jesus. Dedication means I'm fully committed to obey your word, regardless of how hard it is at times to obey the word. Usually we're in a setting like this. Oh, I can obey the word. It's Tuesday afternoon. It's, it's late at night when you're on your phone that, that sometimes things can get in. It's a full commitment. So, so what I'm talking about finishing strong is that our hearts are fully captured and our hearts are fully committed to obey God's word. So... I asked the Lord back, I was saying this earlier, uh, 
I asked the Lord uh, if there was an encouragement on my, uh, that he would have for me to share with you. And, and, you know, I wasn't trying to get a word for the year, but just something that's on your heart, a portion, to encourage us. And almost immediately this phrase came into my mind that I rejected it. I thought, that's, that's not you. That's me coming up with something. And it, because the thought that came in my mind was more of the same. And I'm like, that's a horrible word. <laughs> more of the same. I, I can't. If I get up and share that, people will not like that word. It'll be like a worm in a wedding cake. If you ever, anybody ever heard that phrase? Could you imagine cutting into a wedding cake, seeing a worm come out of a, yikes. Okay, like, so I rejected it. I said, that's, that's just me. I put it on the shelf. Later that afternoon, I kind of, I was praying again. The phrase, it came again, more of the same. Can't be you, God. That's, I'm leaving that. I spent, you know, went to bed, woke up the next morning, came back in my mind again, more of the same. And so, anybody ever argue with the Holy Spirit beside me? Okay. I, I, I do that. Sometimes it's redeeming. Other times it's, it's futility. Because let me just give you a little tip. You ain't ever going to win an argue argument with the Holy Spirit. You cannot talk the Holy Spirit into believing something he does not believe. And so I started arguing with him. I was like, more of the same. If this is you, are you saying more of the same fentanyl crisis in 24, uh, border crisis, inflation, anti-Semitism, crime rate, perversion being taught our children in schools. Is that the kind of more of the same? That was my argument. And see, the Holy Spirit will just kind of look at you and, are you done? Okay. So he graciously gave me the rest of the sentence, the rest of the thought. It wasn't more of the same, period. It was more of the same, dot, dot, dot. And what he said, in my, what I believe now, it was an encouragement because what the thought was that I believe is an encouragement for us is he's saying there is more of the same access to our good, good father in 2024 as we have had access to in 2023. Regardless of what's going on out here, more of the same, I am available in my goodness, in all the attributes of who I am for you this year. And so then I got encouraged because it wasn't like he was saying more of the same dysfunction in 2024. Now, there may be out in the world scene or even in the church at large. There may be. I hope not. I'm praying things turn around and get better. But regardless of what happens in 2024, good, bad, or ugly, be of good cheer. That's the encouragement. Be of good cheer because whatever, regardless of what happens, God's invitation to you to experience his promises and his provision is the same. 
as it was this year of 2023. John 16 is a specific invitation that Jesus gives. And I want to bring that up and put it up on the screen. It's in your notes. Because it's an invitation in the context of tribulation. Okay, and I believe even John 13 through 17 are, are chapters that are helping prepare the church for the end time tribulations we're going to experience in increased measure. So here's the invitation Jesus gives. He says, these things I've spoken to you that in me, that's Jesus, you might have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. So wait, I don't, I don't receive that, Jesus. I shall not have tribulation. I bind that. No. It's a prophetic word. You shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. For I, the Lord Jesus, have overcome the world. Now, I was a new Christian about two years in. In 1978, I'm a Baylor student. I've got my apartment there at, uh, on Baylor, right off Baylor campus. And somebody gave me John 16:33 in calligraphy, and I, in my basic way to decorate a guy, a dude's dorm room, I got that plastic tack and just stuck it on the wall. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It looks like Play-Doh, right? So I just stuck it on there, no frame, nothing. But, but my bed was here, it was on the wall there, and I cannot tell you how many times that this verse encouraged me. Because here I am, a sophomore in, 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 at the university, and there were all kinds of tribulations, forebodings about the future, insecurities. It so ministered to me. In fact, they asked me to <clears throat> preach one time. I'm new, a two-year-old Christian. I preached at a little church outside Waco, and my message was that verse. Because what I got, I started getting pictures you know, and that helped me understand Scripture early on. So I'd meditate on John 16, 33. And when, it, when he, Jesus says, in me, you might have peace, it was like I pictured this jumbo jet airliner. And Glenn, if you'll just get into me, if you'll just come away with me, get in my jumbo jet airliner, Though there's tribulation around, I can ascend the surly bonds of earth, okay? I can go above the clouds, and you can have peace regardless of the tribulation. I don't think there were uh, jumbo jet 777s back then, but I'm going with that now for that. It, it, well, it might have been a 747, but we'll go 777. So I believe God wants us to see that as a help to what we're looking at today <clears throat> to 2024, regardless of what happens. Hebrews 13, verse 8, Roman numeral 2, says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, it's logical. The Bible is fairly logical. If Jesus is the same then his invitation to come away with him is the same. His invitation to experience and partake of his goodness is the same. The invitation to encounter more of his love and joy is the same. 
and peace and patience and kindness and goodness. Those are fruit of the Spirit, but those are also attributes of who Jesus is. And so there's more of the same invitation for us into even his power. His power is to strengthen us, Ephesians 3.16, in our inner man by the Holy Spirit. We don't have to freak out this year. There's access to the power of God to strengthen us in our inner man and to strengthen our physical bodies. I'm going to remember that as the year goes on. And I, you know, Frederick Roback, one of our elders, is turning 65 tomorrow. Are you here, Frederick? All right. I'll be turning 65 later in the year. But what? It's just a number, right? Is 65 the new 35? But we've got this opportunity to access the divine power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen our physical bodies. But uh, so anyway, that's, that's the, you know, it's, I'll just say this. The devil is raging and he will continue to rage in 2024. Psalm 2 says it. Why do the nations rage and people plot, plot, plot a vain thing? God is also shaking everything that can be shaken in 2024. That's Haggai 2. So Psalm 2, the devil's raging. Haggai 2, God is shaking so that what? So that people will come to Jesus. He's shaking the nation so that people will come to Jesus, the desire of all nations. But you know what I've been thinking about? To a degree, we the in our nation, the shaking of God is actually a judgment of God. There's a judgment of God that's happening in, uh, on throughout the social media with Christian against Christian and all these kinds of things. There, there, it is happening in that way. And... Uh, you know, Jeremiah 1 says of the people that judgment was coming. He said, because you have forsaken me, the living God, and you have burned incense to other gods, like you have, you've gone to other unclean things and whatnot, and you have worshipped the work of your hands. And God's not good with that. So here's what he's doing on God's side of the shaking. Please hear me. I believe, these are my opinions, I believe his shaking and his judgments are God lifting his hand of restraint on evil to a degree to awaken us and cause us to be starved out of our prayerlessness so that we'll come to him and come to the table and receive of him. The devil's, I've got a few amens. Thank you. I'll pay you all later. The devil's raging. God is shaking. He's lifted his hand a bit of restraining influence.
But regardless of what the enemy does, it's going to be a good year. Because we have more of the same access to him in 2024. God's 24-7 buffet of blessing and encounter. His 24-7 buffet is waiting for you. And his buffet is always fresh. I mean, it's always good. It's always fresh. It's organic. It's cage-free. It's grass-raised. It's farm whatever. Farm fresh. It's all the other things. There's no MSG in God's buffet. There's no vegetable oils or any other kinds of additives or ingredients that you consider to be demonic. If you want, to, if you want a list of additives and ingredients that are demonic, my wife, is my wife in here or is she back serving the She's back serving the kids? Okay. If you ask my wife uh, what additives and ingredients are uh, demonic, just ask her that. She doesn't know I'm saying all this. Just give yourself five minutes because she going to let it flow. Right, Mari? Well, it's this and it's that. You know where she went on the way to go see uh, her mother? Yes, she went to a farm to get bones because she eats the bone marrow. All right, sorry. I know, I'm in, I'm in trouble. So you get me on food, and, you know, you have to say back, stop talking about food. But, but so I pulled up, can you pull up that first picture? I pulled up a buffet for me that I would enjoy. Is, that's a Golden Corral buffet. <laughs> and then, but then I knew I didn't want to divide the church. So can you show the next one? That's a Whole Foods, uh, Whole Foods buffet, Okay. Spirit of division, so let's unite, okay? So God's got a buffet, more of the 24-7 buffet, and it's not old food. It's not like going into a Chinese buffet that's been sitting under hot lights for four hours. And I used to do that, and I would get sick and wonder why, because I'd wander in a bu- into a Chinese buffet at 2.30 in the afternoon, all right, I'll gross you. I won't gross you out, but I, I, I learned. I learned not to do that. So uh, <clears throat> regardless of what the enemy does, God prepares a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Psalm 23 tells us that. He invites us at, to dine at his table to experience more encounter with his beauty that will energize and stabilize our hearts, to encounter more of his courage that will inspire us to be victorious over fear, the courage to live righteously when all around us may live unrighteously. He prepares this table for us to encounter, to dine, of his peace that will guard your heart from false accusations about your character and your motives because that's one of those things that's happening. I see it more and more in the overall extended body of Christ. False accusations unfounded about people's motives 
and characters. And so we need the peace of God. I want to I want to be escorted to the table and sip of the shalom soup. You, you, you think I made that up cute here? That's what I pray like out of my mouth every morning at 9.31 a.m. Because it says we would enjoy a season of the peace of God. God and I say, Lord, I step into your peace to guard my heart. Because the enemy wants to tell me my motive's wrong. And there's other, other voices that would try to come. So, we've provided, see on the wall there, Lake Travis Prayer Room. This is a, a Golden Corral buffet, or a Whole Foods buffet, open all week for you and I to come and dine. Or dine at your home, wherever you're comfortable. I want to, <clears throat> paragraph C, probably the biggest, more of the same, access is we have more of the same access to the revelation from God's Word this year. More access to the revelation of God's Word. This is, I would say, the biggest one for the whole year. Because God's Word, Kyle talked about it during communion, uh, and that is God's Word, the entrance of God's Word, Psalm 119, 130, brings light. And Ephesians 4.18 says, don't keep living like the Gentiles who have their understanding darkened. See, we've got, anybody remember, all right, I'm old, get ready. Anybody here, raise your hand if you remember a, 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 man, a minister named Norval Hayes. Anybody? Okay, you remember. Anyone? All right, okay. Norval Hayes was such a powerful man. We moved in signs and wonders and faith. Okay, he'd go, and he'd have this country accent. I'm not going to try to do it, but 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 we got our my brother and sister. We got stinking thinking. We got stinking thinking, and we do. We've got we've got to get the word. We've got to keep the light of God's word coming into us. Because our thinking is stinking about certain things about God's ways and God's will because we've listened to other things, to YouTube teachers or whatever popular things are going on out there, and we've got to get the light to come. And I'll say it, so this is the, there's more of the same access to revelation from God's Word to enlighten our darkened thinking. Also, Romans 10, 17, there's more access to faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes. See that? You can underline that. If you don't feel like you have enough faith for that job or that turnaround, more faith can come to you. But it's up to you. It's up to me. Are we going to open this word and get ourselves in the hearing place for more faith to come? Because faith will come when you hear his voice, and it comes by hearing and reading the word of God. Amen? All right, so kind of landing the plane here. How could I make such a bold claim that in 2024, we have the same access, more of the same access to him 
as in 2023. It's very clear from Scripture. I can make that bold claim because the blood of Jesus shed on the cross over 2,000 years ago still works. The blood of Jesus is the way into the holy presence of God. It is our access to the 24-7 buffet of his goodness and his power. It says it right there. The uh, blood of Jesus still speaks. Hebrews 10, 19. Having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. The question is, see, the the blood uh, is still speaking. It still works. The door is always open. But are we accessing, are we going through the door? Are we going through the door? Will we take advantage of it? Or will we talk like unbelievers in this new year? Will we, will we talk worry out of our mouth and complaining? And ang- I'm so angry at that, that politician. I'm so angry at, okay. Well, you can, there's a righteous wrath, but worry and complaining. Christians should not be acting like the unbelievers in this hour. There's a door open to a buffet. We're acting, you know what a lot of us are doing, including me? We're acting like God's not on the throne still. It's like we don't, we're acting like we don't have, like, like he left, the devil's winning. Like, yeah, the sky's falling. Like we don't have access to the throne anymore. But we have access to the king of kings who runs and releases armies of heaven to help us. But if you don't go through the door, you don't eat the food. And so I'm talking to me. It's a grace on us uh, to, to do this. You know, paragraph A, you do not have to flee because the tribulations are getting rough. You don't have to flee into unsanctioned escapes which throw out a couple of them into unsanctioned escapes like lust or drunkenness or outbursts of wrath. We don't have to flee to unsanctioned escapes because God provides a way of escape for us to stand and fight in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.13 No temptation has overtaken you except that which is common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can handle, beyond what you can control. That's, that's not, does that say 1013? 613, did I say, yeah. Huh. Okay, maybe I've got the, the wrong one. No, no temptation. Somebody can look that up for me. I, I just did it off the top of my head wrong. 1 Corinthians, it says, no temptation has overtaken you. Well, 10, yeah, yeah, 10.13. I think I even said it. If you can pull up 1 Corinthians 10.13. Because you're like, he's quoting a totally different. I'm going to face. God will provide a way of escape. So there's God's ways of escape. And then there's the enemy's unsanctioned escapes. 
It'll come up. That I'm pretty sure it's 1013, but it may not be. All right, Google. Everybody's got. Oh, there it is. There it is. 1013. Okay. Well, get her done, right? We're going we're gonna to finish them strong, and we're going to go 1 Corinthians 1013. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm not, please don't hear me like I'm just trying to go, oh, it's going to still be bad. But, but God's got his thing for us. Well, that's true. But I'm going to pray fervently this year for divine turnarounds. How many of you agree with me? God's called the praying church. Well, I'm going to pray for divine turnarounds in our nation, for Israel, and in the church. Because I believe God's, and, and I'm going to pray for turnarounds and deliver, I'm going to say the phrase, deliverance from ungodly government leaders. And in November, I, I thought about it. You know that, that voting booth? That's, I'm, con, I'm going to call that my deliverance booth. Lord, deliver us. When, with my vote and other votes, Deliver us from ungodly, unbiblical leaders in our nation. You know, I, I, I want to be able to hit, you know, when you hit the little voting machine and it goes, all right, I'm, I'm too late, I'm over time. When you hit the voting, hitting it, because you want to review all your votes, and I review them and I say, yes, I'm going to vote that way. I want that screen to say, wow, you're serious about delivering our nation, right? Say, yes. That's God's prescribed way along with prayer. So I'm praying for divine turnarounds. I really am. But if it doesn't happen, our access to the glorious riches of Jesus is the same. The only dominion I want at election time is the dominion of the Holy Spirit over our nation once again. That's the dominion that we can call forth as the praying church. So as I'm getting this encouragement a few weeks ago, when I started going, okay, more of the same access to you. I like that, Lord. Okay. Then I started hearing a song from one of my favorite songs from Revival in the 90s. Uh, they called it The Renewal, the Vineyard Music Group. God, the Holy Spirit breathed on Vineyard Music and Hill songs at the same time, and <clears throat> a lot of wonderful worship songs came forth, and one of them started coming in my spirit. I hadn't th thought of that song for decades. It was Who is Like Our God by Brian Dorkson, is his name. It's from Windsor Worship 12, the vineyard music, and I thought, a little, strength, a little way to, to do this, I want to play a portion of that to you because it's who is like our God. And then it starts to list the attributes of God that are the banqueting table for us to access and experience in our own lives. And as I play this, maybe it might help if we turn down these lights just for us to kind of think about it. Because this is my close, our time to close. There are going to be attributes that come up about who God is. And they're, they're, as I got convicted watching these, I thought, those are areas I need your help in my life for. Certain things may highlight to you to say, Lord, help me to be more 
like you in that area. Thanks for listening to the weekly sermon. To download the notes and slides for this message, visit our website, riverinthehills.com. If you would like to partner with us in moving God's heart and changing the world, please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and share this episode with a friend.